0: Welcome into Sports Time, Bryant and Brett, with you in our Family Leisure Studios on a Wednesday, the start of November. Hopefully, everyone had a uh, a great Halloween yesterday, um, and and kids got all the candy they could ever hope for. Um, Frustrating holiday, Brett, for uh, people driving through neighborhoods because a lot of kids just you, you get worried about kids jumping gotta out careful. there. Got to be careful. Um, it's a stressful holiday to be driving through. A lot through of little people all uh-huh. oh, hyped yeah. up. Uh huh. Wanted to go from house to house, but uh, a, a fun day nonetheless. Hard really to believe is. it's already November, though. I mean, it seems like October. Just Happy completely November. By. Happy November.
1: Start of Christmas. Two months me, from today will be 2024.
0: That's crazy. That's insane.
1: That really is. Hard to believe. That really is. Hard to believe. And I I told you before we got going on Monday, the start of college basketball, the start of Memphis Tigers basketball, and starting Monday – Tigers bankroll. That's
0: right. Where I It's Jackson State. I'm saying right. the
1: line's going to be about 19 and a half. I'm going to say
0: uh, it's going to be more than that. I'm going to say over do, on that do line. You? Oh, do you yeah. do you over 19 and uh, a half? I think so.
1: You know even though, you, Jackson State supposed to be uh, top of the swack this year. So and they play a brutal non-conference schedule yeah. before they settle in to swack a one-bid league in uh-huh. the winter. It's it's hard to win the the regular season and if you don't win the postseason tournament they're they're not getting two bids. You were sensational last year with Tigers bankroll.
0: Looking to uh, defend my title this year. Now I don't know how uh
1: It was hang a banner. It was so uh, good.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know if I can really uh if I can top that or even come close to what I did last year, but you know, Brett, we're gonna try.
1: Have All you matters. seen speaking of hanging banners, please tell me no NBA team will hang a banner on the play in tournament. Uh, I don't. Or the in-season tournament, not playing. I uh, I
0: doubt it, but you know, uh, it depends. I guess on who uh, who wins it. I mean, if uh, if the Celtics win it, or you know, the Lakers, certainly not. But I mean,
1: what if the league um, sent him a banner and said you you must put it up
0: somewhere? You got it's got to go somewhere. I don't know. Where do they hang it? Practice court. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, if it's got to go up somewhere. Practice court, best place to put it, I think.
1: And last night Ohio State number 1 in the first college football playoff ranking. They're not they going to hang be. a banner for that, are they?
0: No, they they shouldn't, but uh you know, it's good uh good to start up top and and see kind of what happens. I mean, we both said it you yesterday. You were early
1: on Ohio State. You were 2 weeks ago on that.
0: So oh, thank you. I I really like this team. They're still a little banged up. Um but you know, how much we we both talked about this yesterday. How much do you put in on uh on a ranking that comes out on October 31st, but I mean, I, I think those those top four teams very well could be the uh, the four teams that are uh, that are your your four playoff
1: teams. I didn't go looking for it, but I didn't see any outrage I, it, nowhere. I was just kind of stumbling around, right. did I find any?
0: No, I, I wasn't looking for it either. I didn't see any. I saw the only thing I could have. Found that was close to outrage was there were some people saying Air Force should be higher than Tulane because they're undefeated, but I don't think too many people were upset that Tulane was one spot ahead of them at twenty four and twenty five. Uh, but no, I did not see any outrage in, in terms of uh, we
1: really you know, top six, top seven, twenty five.
0: Well, you know, I think you know, but I think that was the point where everyone saw the reveal and go, I don't really have any arguments, and then they go, I got to find something to argue with. Oh, look yeah. at that. Air Force is below two lanes. Um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, tonight we could we could see the twelve years in the making champagne celebration in the visitors' clubhouse for the Texas Rangers. I wonder yeah. if they still got their champagne from twenty eleven iced up. <laughs> uh, they shot, might. Uh, that sure was is a that, shot. Was, oh, that wasn't necessary. You at never all, know. Was it?
0: They might. Um, what are we gonna get a? Uh, they should bring back Nelson Cruz and and Josh
1: Hamilton
0: and uh and Beltre Ron uh, Washington. Yeah, get it, get it. bring the whole gang back tonight for uh for this game. That sure. game last night. Cardinals need to
1: bring Nelson Cruz back. Yeah, geez. For how he was playing defense late in that game. That's right.
0: Um but uh that game last night was crazy. I mean uh 10 runs early for Texas, all 10 of 5, those and, five. Runs, five and 5. All 10 of those first 11 runs for the Rangers came with two outs in the inning. It was incredible.
1: And and this streak, and I, I think it ends tonight, and it, yeah. it will be somewhere on that big doorstop ring that they all get made. Now mm-hmm. they they got to have eleven straight somewhere on the on the road got on to. that ring, don't they? Got to.
0: I mean, find find somewhere. I mean, they're finding. The ways Cardinals are in a rally, things. squirrel. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> true. That is very true. But no, I mean, you know, I think we all said coming into this, the Diamondbacks, what they've done this season and what they've done this off season has or excuse me this postseason has been really impressive and really fun to watch, but I think everyone coming into the World Series figured the Rangers were gonna be more overpowering um, than, than the D backs. And so I'm not super surprised that we're at this point right now. Um, I was hoping it would be a closer series, but it, it doesn't surprise me that it's played out this way.
1: And if you're just casually glancing through stories, and you see, and it is, record low TV yeah. ratings, all-time all, all record low for the World Series. They also just conveniently forget to put in there still winning the particular night by a mile mm. and still beating NBA Finals. Yeah, uh,
0: it's, it's impressive, but you know. I do hate that this is the lowest, uh, watch. I mean, don't, again, don't surprise me when you have the Rangers and you have the, the Diamondbacks. It's not the Dodgers and, you know, or the, or the Yankees or the, even the Braves I, I could throw in there with, with what they've done recently. I think, uh, has a lot of excitement around the country, but, um, you know, I do hate that it's the, the least watch because I do think there's a lot of really fun aspects to both of these teams.
1: Tell me if you've had this when you are watching the games. I think Joe Davis and John Smoltz are great together. Yeah, their voices to me sound a lot alike. I don't Mm. know which one is which if they're not on camera Mm. when they're just talking, calling the game. Have you gotten that any, Brett? I I don't listen to
0: to. Analysts when games are going on, and so I haven't listened. I'll be honest. Play by play, are
1: analysts no, like jo- I don't, Joe Davis doing play by play. You don't? I
0: don't listen to anything. I, I okay, have, I have all the games on mute for
1: the most part. Um, I'll really? have
0: whatever games on my main TV. I'll have it on, but I've I've tuned it out for so long that I. I, I think don't hear they're a it. great
1: team. but yeah. I I don't think their voices. I, I don't know who's who yeah. talking.
0: No, and, it, and it, for me, it has nothing to do with you know. Me liking or disliking any of the the play by play or analysts or anything, but I've just when I was uh, you know writing for for four or five years and not going to away games, I just got into the habit of tuning them out, and now I just do it subconsciously, and I just don't hear what they're saying or don't remember what they're saying ten minutes after it happens. So I
1: think you're missing a really good analyst in John Smoltz. I, you're he, probably he's right. Up I there. mean, I don't he's, doubt he's it. He's fun to listen to. Yeah, he's, he's he knows the game.
0: Oh yeah, I I. I Completely uh believe that. But, I mean, it's been fun. I think what the Rangers have done um, is really, really awesome to see. And it's really been... Um, you know, we, we we remember the DeGrom signing, we remember the Scherzer signing, and those kind of being the these are the guys that are gonna take us deep into the playoffs. And it's really been neither of those guys. It's been all of these other guys that I don't think they really thought um, you know, maybe Seeger, I'm sure they probably thought would be a, a massive bat, but um, you know, did they really think Adoles Garcia was gonna be doing things in in the World Series and in the division championship that we haven't seen, you know, in fifty years, sixty years in the history of baseball? I don't think they really saw all of that, Um, and so it's really been
1: impressive to watch this team play. If the Rangers win it tonight or win it in this World Series, they will become the 16th team in the 21st century out of 30 present Major League Baseball teams to have won it all. 16 out of 30. That is easy to figure the percentage, Mm -hmm. and that's quite impressive. That will leave for the 21st century teams that haven't won it. Baltimore, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Minnesota, Detroit, Cleveland, Seattle, Oakland, the Mets, Milwaukee, the Cincinnati Reds, Pittsburgh Pirates, San Diego Padres, and Colorado Rockies. Wow. Of that 14, I just listed, if you can remember all of them. Okay. Which one stands out Is how have they not won one in the 21st century? Read it back quickly one more time. It, it, it's real long. It's the Mets. Oh yeah, for sure. It's the Mets.
0: It, easily the Mets. I mean, with and, with,
1: with all they spend and been in a World Series a time or two during the 21st century. Uh, may, maybe next with 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 what what they spend and it's really been lately San Diego. Yeah, I was gonna say San Diego,
0: but I mean. Again, Cleveland was real close Cleveland in sixteen against close. the Cubs. Yeah, and with San Diego, I mean, it seems like it's just been real recent that they've gone completely all out spending, and it hasn't worked for them. But certainly the Mets, with that history of that franchise, and and then lately what they've done spending, um, that that's certainly the one that sticks out. It, w-
1: it would be the Rangers first. So this would yeah. it would leave teams to never win one anytime twenty okay. first or twentieth century. It would leave. Tampa Bay Rays, uh-huh. then Seattle, uh-huh. Milwaukee, okay, Padres, and Colorado. Wow, so not a very long list at all. Who of who of the never should should be in there? Maybe the Rays. I I was
0: about to say, Tampa would be, I think, the team out of
1: that list that I think has the best shot of winning it in the near future. And, And, you know, look, they started this playoff round losing to Texas.
0: That's right. That's right. After a uh, historic start to the season and then get, you know, bounced out in the wild. Seattle,
1: park. the only team on that list to never even not make a World right. Series.
0: Yeah. And ugh, I mean, I hope they could make it soon, but uh oh, they got issues over there in Seattle. But it'd be fun for Texas tonight. It'd be very fun. And I think a lot of people um w- would love to see. I know a lot of Ranger fans, especially like you said, after... What happened in 2011? Um, you have know, been waiting for this for a while because it seemed like the Rangers got to that pinnacle and, and really, for a couple of years, was was a really really good talented team and then completely blew it up and, and just straight rebuild for so long and then building back and. But I remember before the season when you had Bruce Bochy as your um, manager of the year, which looks. Looks pretty good right now. I mean, it yeah, looks... Yeah, uh, it,
1: it wasn't to do all this. Yeah, <laughs> it was just to punch exactly. a playoff and, ticket and, to your effect. And, that, you and fed, that's what
0: you said, is, is, is I don't I think they're going to go far. No. I think maybe get to the playoffs, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I don't think many people saw this from them at the beginning of the season. I don't think many people saw this from them at even the start of the playoffs. So what they have done has been truly remarkable um, and really, really fun to watch. So I think a lot of people... Um, outside of Arizona, are probably rooting for Texas just because it's such a great story. How how good they've been to go out and, and finish it tonight.
1: All right, one of Rob Fisher's favorite high hard ones. The proverbial they're at the mall, whatever mall it is in, okay. in Dallas, wherever it would a big big crowd would congregate. Yeah, there's an autograph stand okay. set up for Corey Seager, Dak Prescott, and Luka Doncic. Who has the bit, the longer line? Who who Who's the crowd clamoring to be around those three stars?
0: Oh, man. I mean, that's... That's impossible, Brad. I mean, that's such a hard question because. I don't think it's
1: even close. You think it's Dak? I don't think it's hard at all. It's Dak by 10 I, miles. I, but I don't want it, it to be That's how long his line would See, be.
0: That's, that's my problem, is I don't want to Because he's that got a star to on both sides exactly. of the Exactly. Exactly. And so I'm, I was starting to think, when you named all of them, I was thinking yeah. in my head, I was like, I was like okay, give me the hockey star well, for the stars. Yeah, yeah, I, don't yeah, know yeah, who, uh, I don't know uh, uh, who it would be. Jason uh, Robertson. I've never heard his name. You could a name up on I didn't make a name up on you. Show little I know. No, I didn't make a name up on you. I could have. I should have. Mike Podato. Wow, that's a name. Um, but, you know, in my head, I was thinking, okay, Corey Red Seager Hall. has a, you know, he'll have a World Series for, for Texas maybe after tonight, but that's not going to draw anybody when you've got Luka and Dak. Even a World Series ring won't outdraw Luka and Dak. And it's thinking, Dak. All by right. 10 maybe miles. And the back of my mind, the back of my mind was telling me, you know, it's Dak. You just don't want it to Tony be. Tony Romo
1: and, gets a longer line than Seager oh yeah. and Doncic.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean,. Trey Lance might get a longer line. (laughs) I mean, the third-string quarterback. I I forgot about Trey Lance. I'm glad you reminded me. I've I've almost forgotten about Trey Lance. Speaking of uh, of the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL, look, Brett. I don't know what this little trend we've gotten into the last couple of days of dropping bombshells in the middle of the night. I need to stop. I'm not a fan of it. Last night, around midnight our time, uh, the Raiders decided to fire Josh McDaniels and uh, GM Dave Ziegler. They also went on to fire offensive coordinator Mick Lombardi. But, I mean, I understand midnight our time is about, you know, 10 o'clock their time, but... Still, nice
1: young in Vegas. I
0: mean, I, 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 mean, I guess so. But let's do it a little bit earlier next let's time. Do but what did you think of that news coming out from from Vegas this morning?
1: A, a little surprise, but then upon reflection of it, it just goes to show. And I said it, I think, yesterday, Al Davis wouldn't recognize this franchise. Oh no! It, 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 it's so utterly poorly uh-huh. operated uh mark davis is, is just clueless it makes yeah. it makes the young ears say look like a savant yeah uh which is almost impossible well, to do very hard to do yeah Uh, th- they, they all should hit their knees and thank their lucky stars for the gene pool they were in and the wheel reading <laughs> that they were a part of are uh, i think they may have starved to death yes and that's really hard to do in the united states
0: yes it is um but i mean it when you look at what Mike McDaniel, or Josh McDaniel, excuse me, has done, um three and five this year. This team's not very good. We saw them on Monday Night Football,
1: and especially... They let, let Carr go for Garoppolo. Great point.
0: I mean, that in itself um, should be uh, all you need to hear, but...
1: They let the tight end walk. They did, yeah. To-
0: the Giants, Waller, yeah, Waller, Darren Waller, yeah. So I mean, three and five this year, nine and sixteen since he was hired in twenty twenty two, and they signed him in, 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 before the twenty twenty two season. They signed him to a six year deal, Brett. So I mean, ooh, ooh, they've got boy. to pay that remaining four and change yeah. from this year. Um, so I mean, this the is GMG. a this is a massive hole the Raiders are, and it uh, is. Thank you, Brett, for bringing up Jimmy G because earlier today it was announced that Jimmy G is going to be uh, benched for the rookie Aiden O'Connell. So, I mean, you talk about this franchise being, I mean, uh, unrecognizable. Wait all for two said, more weeks.
1: All that said, it, it, it's hard to quantify the worst Raider move, mm-hmm. whether it's ha- whether how they did the people of the Bay Area to, to whatever it is. The last time they were in the Super Bowl, Bill Callahan was their coach. That's, that's sad enough, right there. I mean, that's how yeah. good Rich Gannon was that year. Oh, yeah, I, I, absolutely. But that's hard to believe.
0: So, I mean, some uh, kind of a bombshell dropping in the middle of the night that uh, the Raiders, middle of the season. Are going to make some massive changes. Not only a change at head coach, a change at GM, a change at OC, a change at quarterback. A lot of changes. Jim Harbaugh's
1: name already been thrown around?
0: Already. I mean, get ready, bro. Whether it's in DC,
1: Vegas, uh, LA with the Chargers. Uh Any opening. uh, The Bears. Any
0: any opening we have, you're going to see it.
1: Harbaugh played for more teams than the Bears, but I would associate him with the Bears. I would just kind of, you know, Word association, Jim Harbaugh and the pros, the Bears. The Bears, yeah. I I would as well, and
0: that's a a job that could come open at some point uh, during or or after the season. But I I was shocked at that bombshell. But uh, let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. At 3.30, we're going to get to our grades after uh, another month in the college football season. We've got to pull those grade books out. And we want people's grades. We do, And, and I know one team that I'm sure a lot of people will have a grade four, and that's the local Memphis Tigers after all the conversation this week so definitely want the text on those grades for the Tigers we'll also get to a lot of SEC teams we'll do that uh, in our next segment at 3.30. 3.45 the Grizzlies back in action tonight a later tip 8 o'clock tonight for the Grizzlies as they're in Utah to play the Jazz we'll talk about the Grizzlies and their game tonight to wrap up this hour 4 o'clock David Cohn as usual will join us the co-host of Crane and Company he'll join us to talk college football. 430, we'll take an early peek at the college football and NFL lines. 445, we'll get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, I'm excited. Start of the college basketball season, the regular season. I know we've got these charity exhibitions, these super secret uh, scrimmages, but the actual start of the season is uh, only a couple days away. Kevin Sweeney uh, at CBB underscore central on Twitter and from Sports Illustrated will join us to talk college basketball. And Brett, He just put out today his men's college basketball rankings, not 1 through 25, not 1 through 50, 1 through 362. So I'm curious um, where a lot of local teams sit in his rankings. So we'll get to all of that and some other college basketball news at 5 o'clock with him, 5.30 with What's Trending at 5.45. We'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. But let me remind you, we're in our family leisure studios where family and fun come together. The Overstock Sale, Family Leisure needs your help to clear out their Overstock inventory. Select patio sets up to 50% off. Play gyms, under $2,000. Extended sale pricing on all in-stock hot tubs and swim spas. The winter pool closing items are now up to 30% off. Pool tables and game room items, up to $700 off their in-stock items. Family Leisure also has saunas, massage chairs, arcades, and theater seatings in stock and uh, included with free delivery. Special financing is also still available, but only at Family Leisure. 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40.
1: Start with those grades now, and remember, we don't have a cop-out with minuses and no, pluses. We don't. It's flat-letter grades, A, B, C, D, or F, 901-360-8255. He's Brian, I'm Brett, Johnny Hill with us as well. We're sports time until 6 o'clock, and we're brought to you every day by our title sponsor this hour. Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. The one and only Lexus dealership in town with great offers on the remaining 2023s and all those 2024s that are starting to take over and always special leasing options. Call them at 901-334-9673. Drive in luxury and confidence knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. That would carry you well into 2024. Stop by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 23 or 24 flagship LS500. You'll be looking and you'll be driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and that makes for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day.
0: Well, my top story of the day, Brett... You mentioned it It's the college football Playoff rankings Released last night And we said it yesterday Top story? It's wow. top story uh, I mean it's a, okay. What's it a Wednesday? I mean uh, Yeah, not, uh, not yeah. Much, uh, okay. So my top story They were released last night Top m- action, Doesn't it? <laughs> I, I Hey That smaction was unbelievable Last night Snow games and both of those great, oh, It was beautiful it? it was great Uh, But the top four, Ohio State coming in at number one, Georgia number two, Michigan number three, Florida number four, right outside Washington at number five, and Oregon at number six. So it'll be interesting to see how these move, how these shake. Some other ones that jumped out to me, Ole Miss uh, at number 10, Penn State right behind them at 11, and Missouri at number 12. uh, Kansas in there at number 21 after beating Oklahoma, who still sits in the top ten. For the college
1: football playoff
0: rankings, at number nine, like we said earlier, two group of five teams in there. They're at the back. Tulane number twenty-four, and Air Force number twenty-five.
1: And if you want to stay in in the ranking for next week, win games. That's Don't right. Be taking serious, act serious. Go win games, and that applies for everyone. My top story: the Rangers. They were within one strike twice twelve years ago. Now they need one win the next three games and they'll be champions of baseball. The pressure will only build. I would highly suggest go get it done tonight because it will only build in the 2011 talk that none of these players had a thing to do with. Very very few members of the management team and the coaching staff have anything to do with it, but it will start. 10-0 and on the road. Levin makes them the champions of baseball, and Rob Manfred, on the stage that they will erect in the middle of the diamond at Chase Field, will present them that piece of metal his trophy, the commissioner's mm. trophy, emblematic of being champions of baseball that he called, well, it's just a piece of metal. Only six teams ever down 3-1 came back Twenty uh, in 2016. The Cubs did it. I'll never forgive Terry Francona for it. Uh, the Cardinals have done it twice, 85 to Don Dinkinger and the Royals in 67. Or so, I'm sorry, 68 to the Tigers. Uh, way back in 25, the Pittsburgh Pirates Came back over the Washington Senators with uh, big poison and little poison, oh. Lloyd and Paul Wehner. What great. you got on Lloyd and Paul Wayner?
0: <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Not a thing. In <laughs> and, and
1: 1958, the Yankees were down 3-1, facing losing back-to-back years to the Milwaukee Braves with Hank Aaron, but they came back in 58. So Arizona can start the comeback tonight, or Texas can end it. Not Top Story of the Day. Well, my
0: Not Top Story of the Day. Grizzlies back in action tonight, and they're looking for their first win of the season still, as this will be game number five. Uh, on the road against the Utah Jazz, uh, the injury report was put out yesterday. Uh, as we know, Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark. Um, I'm sorry
1: for interrupting. But I left out the 79 Pirates. We were oh, family, with Willie Stargell. Oh, they did man. it too. I'm wow. sorry. Go right ahead. It's
0: okay. It's okay. But we know Stephen Adams, Brandon Clark, and John Morant are going to be on the injury report. For the foreseeable future, but also on that injury report for tonight's game, Santi Aldama uh, out again for that right ankle sprain, and Brett something to keep an eye on because that yeah. was reported day to day. A week ago, before the start of the season, one About week ago today, by the biggest dipper's ever over that's injury. That's right, and he is still on that injury report. Out tonight, also Derek Rose out tonight with uh, left knee soreness. But Luke Kennard not on this. well. So it looks like Luke Kennard will be good to go tonight. I'm sure the Grizzlies could use his shooting. Hopefully, a better night than what we saw in that first game when he uh, suffered his concussion.
1: Weekend of the season, left knee soreness for Derek Rose, huh?
0: Yeah, it's not great.
1: Boy, it it might not top story. The college football playoff rankings, they're out. And if you care to be outraged, then go nuts. Be yeah. outraged as you want. It will play out, I promise you. Like this weekend. It, it, it will be, it'll be a lot of changes from this week uh, to next week in the rankings. Uh, in fact, let Ohio State lose at Rutgers. Yeah. Keep eye on that game. Let Ohio State lose that game. And they'll drop. Texas can't lose at home to Kansas State. If Ole Miss wants to be taken seriously, be serious. Yep. Last bedlam for Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. You know Oklahoma State's got a lot of reason to try to wreck OU season, and they're in the Big Twelve Championship game mix. You dub at USC, and then there's LSU. Yep. LSU, you're not going to go to the playoffs this year. <laughs> you have two losses. We yep. know that.
0: Yeah, but Brett, you know, people people still want to talk about LSU and, and that they're still right there, you know.
1: LSU really thinks the game in Tuscaloosa this weekend is up there like with the twenty eleven game. No, no. There are three more losses between the two teams yeah. than it was in twenty eleven. This is not close to game no, of the century. Uh-huh. It'll be fun Saturday night to watch. it will be a great game. And and Gary Danielson's last probably last trip ever to Bryant Denny. Yeah. Because he'll be doing Big Ten games mm-hmm. after this year. He's been there for a lot. I don't get the Gary Daniels outrage that a lot of people get. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't practice in a lot of outrage.
0: No, I, I don't either. But you're right. It's gonna be a fun game, but no, I don't think uh, it's gonna be anything like some of the games we've seen. Unless you think they're uh, in the playoff yeah, mix, they do. But they are. They might be at number fourteen, but they are certainly not in the mix. I don't know. I don't know. But that's uh, I'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead. And get to our first break of the day. When we come back, it'll be time to pull out those grade books. We'll talk college football grades after another month of the season. We'll do that next on Sports Time.
2: Start your day with Sports 56 mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats, Snoresworthy, and Bryant Dacus.
0: Welcome back into to Sports Time. And Brett, another month in the books in college football you know what that means we got to pull out our grade books and give some grades to some of these teams where would you like to start brett
1: uh second grades we've handed out next grades will really be the most important Mm -hmm. very important and then we will have it after the bowl season but bowls we know the bowls can get a little squirrely these days so i think the next one for most people will be the one that really really matters let's start Right here, locally, with the hometown team, the Memphis Tigers, 6-2. and two.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give them a B. It's passing grade, Brett. I'm going to give them a B. I mean, I think uh, uh, almost, you know, I remember back some of the uh, teachers I had that would, you know, say things like, well, you could have gotten an A if, you know, it was just a little better. It's great work. But if it was just a little better, I'd give you an A. And that's why I'm giving them a B.
1: I'm going to give them an A because I did not have them at this point six and two. I had them five and three to this point, and winning the last four to finish nine and three. Mm. So the the two losses that most uh, a lot of people had, uh, Missouri and Tulane. Mm -hmm. Well, they they, they lost those games.
0: Yeah, no, no, you're you're right. I think that's a, a good reason to give them an A. Also, you know, I. These missed tackles have really, really kind of they've they've bothered me a, a lot defensively because I think at the beginning of the year you thought this defense could be really, really good. Now these missed tackles now they haven't you know deterred this team from winning, um, but that does stick out to me. I think some things they can clean up um, for me to get an A. I'm going to give them a
1: B. Fair enough. Uh, offense for the Tigers
0: offense i'm gonna give them i'm gonna go i'm gonna go b again uh, okay. i th- i think uh really good but you know some of those things actually drops uh with some of these receivers and and some of these you know injuries and stuff like that i'll knock them down just a smidge and give
1: them a b boy you're tough i'm gonna I go am a, tough a. defense would be kind of b for me
0: i'm giving it a c uh, again, back to the missed tackles: twenty-three two weeks ago against against UAB, seventeen last week. Um, that almost uh, led to to losing the game um, for the for the Tigers.
1: I would be misrepresenting if I could tell you special teams a grade. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I, can't. I,
0: I, you know, I'll actually give the special teams an A because um, being able to go well, to if your, you'll
1: get me I know I will. Yeah,
0: I mean, going being able to go down to your third oh, and your judge. Kicker, yeah, I mean, judge I, Dacus. I'm 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 a tough grade. My mother's a teacher. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, but uh, but she's a great grader. Um, but you know. Tigers go down to their third string kicker in Tanner Did you Gillis. ever
1: take a class from your mother? No,
0: I didn't I didn't go to school I didn't go to the same school with my mother until after uh those grades that she was teaching. Not because that's,
1: that that that's harder than coaching a yeah, child.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't even because she was a teacher. It was just we switched schools after mm-hmm. I was whatever. Mm-hmm. But yes, no, I did not ever take her, nor did Connor. Um she would not have she would not have done that. She would have killed yeah, both of us. So, yeah, very hard. But you know, back to the special teams. Um, they went down to Tanner Gillis, a third string walk on kicker, and he has done a Great huge, tremendous job. And just because of that yeah, I do remember um, when they
1: looked up one day and had no kickers. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so just because of that, um I'm gonna give them uh, I'm gonna give the special teams an A. Coaching staff. Uh B. I'm pretty solid on Bs with with this team.
1: I'm pretty solid on A's. You are. I like six it. Six and two, six and two.
0: That's right. Six and two is six and two. I can't argue with that.
1: Tennessee balls. So, Ooh, B. I'm going to give a B, too. Now, that plays opposite of preseason forecast for me, like I did with the Tigers. But I will give Tennessee a B. I had them 11-1 and on the year. I had them with only one loss to this point, and they have two. I don't know anything other than, yes I do, the defensive front does. I was going to say I don't know anything that stands out other than a great coaching job yeah. by Josh Heupel on what was a more severely limited team than I recognized in the preseason. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I, I completely agree with Joe that. Milton's
1: super average.
0: He is, and I think that's something that's uh, kind of bringing them down for me because of that Expectation before the the season. receiving
1: core took a bigger uh, hit. Than it it I, than took a huge I, hit. I knew it took a hit. I didn't know it was that big. And I just, I just kind of generalized that Hypo always gets that right. Uh-huh. I think him on the fly this year having to go kind of. Johnny Major style yeah, yeah. has been very impressive.
0: Been impressive, and I'll tell you, this run game for Tennessee has been really, really impressive. I mean, way, way better than I thought it would be. And, and having to to go between a couple different running backs, I mean, they have at least two running backs that they throw out there every game and kind of split carries. But uh, there's also a couple others that get in there. So I, I really like the running game.
1: Mississippi State. Oh, see,
0: I don't know. C, I'm, I'm, I'm C. Yeah,
1: first year head coach. It's look like it's just it. so
0: tough. I mean, it has and with the, those with the circumstances. Everything, yeah, it's just tough.
1: I now for the rest of the year, state beat Ole Miss at the Egg Bowl. That yeah. that, that vaults you up a oh, couple, up at least to a B. If you're absolutely. a C, doesn't it? I, definitely. But I mean, pre, it,
0: preseason for Mississippi State, maybe not right before the season. But I remember at SEC media days. I know both me and you had Mississippi State last in, in the West just because of all we of did. the unknown, unknown going into the season. And I know they're one and four in conference. Um, but four and four in the season, I, I gotta give you a C on that.
1: You know what's holding up is a really good win. What's that? Mississippi State over Arizona.
0: Oh, you're right about that. I mean, what was that? Week two of the season? It I mean, was, was week two in good.
1: overtime. Yeah. Fairly ugly style, very, but a win. But yeah. It wins That's why win. we play. Yeah. Isn't
0: it? Yeah, absolutely. 100% of wins a win, a wins a, win, a win, you
1: know? I think that's why we play. But, you know, Dave, yesterday with us, it was really it was really compelling of how agitated, I think more agitated fandom in general is now over, say, 15, 20, and for sure mm. way back in yeah. the 70s, 80s, no, no doubt. People wanted to win then, yeah. but we, we didn't have the full – Depth and breadth of this, mm-hmm. and the gambling. Ooh.
0: You know, Brett,
1: That current run's strong out yeah, there. Yeah, that's a
0: really good point. Um, Because I think... I mean, I've seen it with... I won't say any of my friends, but I've seen it with fans, not just Memphis fans, but around the country, where whatever they have with with the book... With the man, you know, that really fuels a lot of their sports opinions. And, and, and even
1: if you don't have action on it, everybody's aware of the point spread now. Oh, absolutely. And, and Brad, you should have, how we used to have to refer to point spreads oh, I, and handicapping and it. picking games. I, I mean, it. It, it. was in the most flowery, gobbledygook speech for news manner oh, only, hilarious. news information only. We're not advocating anybody uh-huh. out there break the uh-huh. law. Uh-huh. You know, we're not, you know, sure, we're not I- saying, you know, it, 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 and, and everybody knew it was garbage. <laughs> Yeah, I love <laughs> when, that. I love we it. were doing it, but but we had to do it legally and, sure. and be in compliance to you know to keep this FCC license <laughs> and hope I didn't jeopardize in the last 28 <laughs> seconds. But uh, but 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 people know it. Here's a good example of it. Ole Miss last Saturday night. Vandy tax one on late. Mm. That win doesn't look like that, does it? You're but, right. oh miscovered. No, you're absolutely right. And
0: I think part of that might be a, a very different situation here. But I've heard a lot of people use that same thing when talking about Georgia this year. Is they've been winning all of the games this season. They're undefeated. But... I know up until last week. I guess they covered against George or against Florida, but before they played Florida, or I mean, before they played Vanderbilt the week before, they had not covered a single game all season. And people were saying, "Oh, he's thrown in," uh-huh, and everyone says, "Well, they're winning, but they're not covering." And that—that that, you're right. I mean, that's a really good point by you.
1: Well, D- Dave really made it yesterday. Right, I, I knew right. that's what he was saying. Yes, but it, and it was a strong point. Ole Miss.
0: Uh, I'm gonna give Ole Miss an A. I I am, and that's hard for me. I hope my father's not listening. I might not have a a, a place to live after this. <laughs> yeah. But I, I really have been impressed with with Ole Miss. When you look at this me team, too. the improvements that Jackson Dart has made this season leaps and bounds. Uh, it's been really in season. Incredible. Oh, from absolutely. from the
1: Tulane yeah. game mm-hmm. to now.
0: Yeah, and, and you talk about, Brett, you just talked about it with, with Tennessee and having to replace those receivers. Ole Miss had to replace receivers as well mm-hmm. and some pretty big-time receivers, and they were able to do that. That receiving core looks really good. Quinshawn Judkins is, is starting to come along kind of slow to start seeing. Pre-scoring
1: has been limited.
0: Pre-scoring has been limited, but it's been really good when, 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 when he's, he's in been there. out there. So, um, And that defense has looked good. I'm going to give Ole Miss an A.
1: I'm going to give Ole Miss an A as well. LSU.
0: Um. Ooh. Uh, man. I'll I'll give them a, a B.
1: Um, I'm giving them a teacher's pet B. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of losses.
0: That, that's it. Two losses. Yeah. I was thinking when I was saying oh, B. I was gonna. I've I've already said I'm a tough grader, and now I'm gonna give LSU a B. But you look back at those losses and kind of how they've played the season. I like this team. I think they're a good team, but they do have two losses. Uh.
1: But. Quarter, quarterback play, A++. Oh, plus. A. plus. Uh, I know we, yeah. I know we don't, we don't do it that way, but Jaden Daniels. That is incredible. Uh, if, if LSU won Saturday, Bama, mm-hmm. finished strong, won the rest of the, their game, well, they would go to Atlanta. Yeah. Then, then they could be back yeah. in some CFP talk. Maybe. Then. Mm-hmm. But Jaden Daniels would be in serious consideration Absolutely. for my Heisman vote. Absolutely, one hundred percent. But I do think there's a winning quotient to it. Alabama, uh,
0: B. If if we were giving plus and minuses, I'd give it a B plus. Um, mm-hmm. I think. What the start of the I season? Think if we were
1: given pluses and minus, I would do B plus too. But yeah. since we're not, I'm gonna go A. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: I, I'm gonna go with a, a B just because of kind of the start of the season, all of the uncertainty. But they figured it out, and now you look Again, at this had a team. lot
1: of credit for putting out the fire yeah, they sure, started, absolutely. and I, I'm and I'm not big on that, and yeah. I'm kind of doing it, and it's not but just it's, because it's Alabama, but it's hard to do.
0: I mean, it's hard not to, Brett, because when well, you look at you know, know what, this maybe team, it is
1: because it's Alabama it, I'm
0: doing it. It might. Be. but it's hard not to with any team when you look at this team did not have a surefire starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. And I remember everybody I talked to anywhere – said the same thing. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have an offense, you don't have a team You don't have a chance. They got more than a chance. Oh, yeah, and for them to be able to be undefeated in conference right now, for them to be 7-1 and on the season is extremely impressive. That one loss coming against a really, really good Texas team, I'm going to give them a B just because of kind of that slow, weird start of the season, but i got to give them a ton of credit for what
1: they've done since then. I'm going to give them an A, and I saw them in person. The only time I've seen them in person this year, I saw, I think, their best game of the year. And it was also the worst Ole Miss has played all year. Mm-hmm. I, I I would love to have Ole Miss play, just doing anything yeah. in that second half and see how that turned out. But you don't get that. Just right. Like, LSU doesn't get a, a redo with Ole Miss. Ole Miss, uh, they, don't, they don't get that with Alabama. Alabama won on the date that the game was scheduled, and that's how it played out. Last one, the Razorbacks.
0: Well, Brett, unfortunately, that's going to be an F for me. Yeah, Um, I yeah, I mean, it's it's been bad. I mean, zero five. I make a case for a D. I would like to hear it.
1: Six losses by thirty-six points. That's the average of six a game. We all do math since we're doing grades. We all got A in math. (laughs) Well, but then when we get down to giving grades to coaches, Mm. Sam Pittman gets. The, maybe the biggest F in the league. Yeah. No, I mean it's it's bigger than Clark Lee, bigger than yeah. I I I don't think Arnett gets one no, because of the no. circumstances and situation. Certainly not. But no, I mean
0: I think uh I would give both an F. I'd give coach an F, I'd give team an F. I don't think anybody
1: I wouldn't give K J Jefferson an F.
0: I wouldn't give K J Jefferson an F either. Um, there's probably offensive a,
1: line play to Oh my goodness, a, a big, big time f.
0: There, but there were other players on that. Cam team. Little,
1: their kicker, a, a plus a plus, a plus plus
0: plus. Um, the the tight end before he got injured, i uh has I forgot <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, his yeah, name. It, I would have given him an A if he was still healthy. Um, he he played really well. Um, but no, oh, this their team, wide receiver core, it's, it's bad, it's bad. There's a lot of uh, really bad things on this team, and that's why they're their, two. And their six. defensive front's pretty good. Yes, yes. Look, there's some good things Real about good. this team. There's uh-huh. some really good things. And and, and that goes back to kind of the the differential of these losses. It's been very slim um but I mean this this team's been thought oh, they could
1: have that, that that fourth quarter against BYU yeah. back. That oh, yeah. that set the tone. I'm 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 watching that day. Where were we? I'm trying to figure out where I was that day. Oh, had the later game against George Tech. Sure did. So yeah. I, I got to watch all of it and I thought it was going lead to lead lead to Something bad.
0: Well, and Brett, these games have been ugly. I mean, they've been they have close, been. but they've been really, really ugly. Penalties, turnovers. I mean, it's uh, not being able to get turnovers. Um, it, they, they've been ugly, u- ugly games. So I, I'd have to give them an F.
1: If you're Hunter, you're a check, and Arkansas finishes zero and eight in the league. Do you fire Sam Pittman? Yeah, I think I do too. If you're if you're over in, in your fourth I, yeah. year, and you're over.
0: I hate it because I I do like Sam Pittman.
1: I just don't know um, how you take him out on the mashed potato circuit next spring. and uh, Hope springs eternal. What yeah, we're going to get him next year? You, you can't. I mean, I I, I don't know how you how you do it at O and 8. We've talked and, and, to uh, and if you, if you can't do it at O and eight, can you really go out there with a lot of gusto? We did go one in seven. One and seven. How about that? No, I mean, Brett, we've talked,
0: we've talked to Ty Richardson enough this year for me yeah. to know. Um, oh, and, really and you've frustrated. talked about hearing you know some of those post games. I I. I can kind of take a gauge of the temperature sure. of of Arkansas and there's no way 1 in 7 uh oh and 8 um there's no I, way you can come back.
1: I to that. i, I had to turn off my Arkansas friends that yeah. do sh- that do shows until it gets to a basketball conversation. Yeah.
0: No, I I believe no. Now that's the one thing that's helping Arkansas right now is that basketball it, it team Sure is. Be
1: really really good. Um but It sure is and and on the proverbial spring mashed potato circuit you take Muscleman out with you. And if Dave Van Horn, you know, has a Omaha run or finally wins it, then that would make things better,
2: Mm -hmm. much
1: better. Yeah. But heck, Arkansas could and you know, could's a kind of a little (laughs) kid word.
0: Sure.
1: They, I'm picking them to win it all in basketball. Yeah. If they went basketball and baseball, that settles people down, doesn't it? Football's king.
0: I don't think it does, Brett. I don't think it does. Yeah. I mean, I think for for a football time, school
1: football state.
0: But then you get into July and early August, and they go right back to you were one and seven. You were one. Right and 8 Back last into default year. mode, exactly. So I mean, I think it'd be great for for a time. It would save you for maybe a month or so. But I, I don't think it would save you um, once you get into those uh, right before we get to football months. But those were our grades uh, through uh, two months of football, a very interesting, send in your texts um, on some grades you have for any of the teams we discussed. But let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, the Grizzlies back in action tonight against the Utah Jazz, that game at 8 p.m. tonight. We'll talk about that next on Sports
2: Time. Now, back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats, Norsworthy, and Bryant Dacus.
0: Welcome back again to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you in our family leisure studios and, Brett, the Grizzlies back in action tonight against the Utah Jazz. A Utah Jazz team um, with one more win than the Grizzlies this season. But they'll uh, get to action tonight at 8 p.m. on the road in um, in Utah. How you feeling about this game? I know John Harden earlier today, he said he kind of likes the Grizzlies tonight in this one.
1: John Harden, key release? Uh, yes. I love it. Yes. uh, Grizzlies need a win. One of only two teams winless. Only three teams remain undefeated. Two in the West, Denver and Dallas. One in the East, Boston. mm -hmm. And the two winless, Houston and Memphis. You're right about Utah. They're nothing special. And they're starting, once again, the big rebuild, aren't they?
0: It seems like it. A lot of young pieces there in Utah right now. So
1: it it certainly seems like it. And the, the Grizzlies... If they got that one tonight and just split at Portland, I'm not saying all's well, but okay, and then get home against Miami and Utah next week, Yeah, get a sweep, and then kind of reboot the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I look, I, I think the Grizzlies have a great shot at winning the next three games. You've got a Utah Jazz team. Um, that I think you can beat. I think you're going to have to have a good game to beat them, but I think you can beat. And then the next two games against Portland, I've not been impressed with Portland at all this season. I know they're, I mean, you want to talk about rebuild, they're complete rebuild. Um, the trades they made with, with Dame, getting rid of Dame, and kind of the young pieces they have, they're full rebuild. So, um, you know, I think these next three games are are all very winnable on the road.
1: I, I do too. Did you watch? Did you watch any of the Imani Bates play last night?
0: I, okay, so I actually did not. I um, I was going to my buddy's house when he was in early, and uh, Jay Morgan texted me and said, "Your boy Amani is in," and yep. I go, "No way, you're kidding!" And so i uh, i watched
1: I watched it back this morning and was able to was able to see it. good game for Amani. Well-known Grizzlies killer tonight, though, in Laurie Markkinen.
0: Yeah, Laurie Markkinen is a uh, is a great player, and uh, he's had a good Hall season. Hall of Famer
1: against the Grizzlies. Yeah,
0: yeah no, he, he certainly is. I mean, there's there's a handful of guys. Averaging
1: 25 against anybody so far yeah, this I,
0: year. Yeah, look, really good player, uh, Laurie Markkinen. But you talk about Grizz killers. There's a handful of Grizz killers um, that we always talk about. But, no, he's a really good player, and they've got really good players on this Jazz team. Um, and so uh, you're going to need um, to play your best basketball, I think. Every guy in that locker room for the Grizzlies knows how important this road trip is, and I think they all kind of spoke to it after that last game uh, against the Mavericks. I mean, they all said... We're going on the road, and we have got to start winning games. And so I think they're going to be locked in. We'll see Desmond Bain has been playing incredible. Um, uh, Jaron looked really good in that last game. Uh, Marcus Smart looked really good as well. So uh, hopefully we can see something. You just got to get more out of the bench. Only 13 bench points from the Grizzlies in that last game against the Mavs. You can't win games when you're not getting anything from your bench. And so they're going to need more uh, tonight against Utah.
1: My guy Walker Kessler and also former MOP of the Final Four, Ochai for. The Jazz, so go Grizzlies tonight.
0: Yeah, no, uh, yeah, go Grizzlies. That, that You know, this is a competitive Jazz team, and um, like you said, a lot of young pieces, but, uh, you know, it should be, a, should be a good game tonight. Like I said, a, a later game, 8 p.m. tip tonight in Utah for the Grizzlies and the Jazz. Let's wrap up this hour. Get to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk some college football with David Cohn. <laughs>